0: So welcome to this BGSM podcast, BGSM webinar, whatever you want to call it, with the new editor-in-chief, Dr. John Dresner. John, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Stefan. It's great to be here.
0: No, not at all. Um, I am very keen to hear as much, as, as much from you as possible. I don't think the listeners are tuning in to listen to me. So I think it would be really good, as opposed to me actually introducing you this time, if you can give us a bit of background in terms of your academic, your clinical journey, and obviously what's led to you becoming the new Editor-in-Chief.
1: Absolutely. Um, well, I appreciate that. And I uh, just want to first start by saying it's really my great honor to to be Editor-in-Chief of, of the British Journal of Sports Medicine. And I think we'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, I live in Seattle, Washington. I work at the University of Washington. Uh, my r- initial training is in family medicine, and then I did a sports medicine fellowship. Um, over time, I became quite interested in heart issues in athletes and and prevention of sudden cardiac death, um, both through uh, emergency responsiveness, uh, CPR, AEDs, as well as better screening and ECG interpretation. Um, at the university, I direct our Center for Sports Cardiology, which is a, a great collaboration, both clinical and research um, with our uh, division of sports medicine and division of cardiology um, at the university. And, and still that is my academic uh, area of focus. Uh, clinically, I take care of um, individuals of all ages um, in my in my clinical practice, which is still quite active. Um, I'm a team physician for uh university basketball team, as well as athletics, track and field. Um, I take care of OL Rain, which is a women's professional soccer team, uh, part of the National Women's Soccer League in the U.S., and I'm also uh, uh, the medical team physician uh, for the Seattle Seahawks, um, which is uh, the National Football League, American-style football um, in the U.S. Uh, done that for, I think, uh, 12 years now, which has been a, a great experience where I've learned a lot from, from the colleagues I work with, um, and so have uh, tried to straddle, you know, a couple different you know, buckets of both uh, ongoing clinical practice uh, and, and research.
0: Sure thing so I think the one thing we can take from that is a very busy very busy man um, and obviously people know you you know from your work especially in the sports cardiology world and the impact that you've had there. One thing I'm really keen to explore is I mean you'll have interacted with the BGSM as a probably initially maybe as a review as author, reviewer, building up to then deputy editor most recently and uh, and a prof Green Khan um, i just wonder how has that kind of shaped your interactions and then how, how did that lead to you then applying and then getting the job as editor-in-chief
1: yeah i've been i've been involved with the journal for for quite a long time now um probably dating back to 2008 when um when i first met uh you know Karim and started to talk in the sports cardiology space a little bit um i came on as an associate editor i think in 2009 where uh, Babette Plum and I were the uh, initial um, guest editors of the very first uh, IPHB issue on prevention of sudden cardiac death. Um, as you know, we have four issues a year from IPHB uh, with sponsorship from the IOC, which is a, a great partnership. Um, over time with have I've certainly acted as a reviewer for a lot of papers. Um, became a deputy editor I think in 2016, uh, mostly looking uh, in the sports cardiology space as well as uh, working with uh, American Medical Society Sports Medicine and uh, some of their papers, um, and have been interested quite a bit of just about the impact that that BGSM has had in the international sports and exercise medicine community. It's been um, so valuable for so many of us uh, to be part of a larger academic uh, sports and exercise medicine community that is really here for the clinicians and really here for the researchers, um, you know, physicians, physiotherapists, um, research scientists, et cetera, that all have similar goals, you know, to improve the the care of the patients um, that we're taking care of. And um, it's been um, my pleasure to get to know a lot of colleagues from different countries around the world um, and I think that's really one of the, the, the gems of, of, of the journal is that international collaboration where we can learn from each other because um, no one has all the answers. And, and some people are really doing some great things that are innovative, um, that advance uh, the science, that advance patient care. And I think those are the, the areas where we, we can really bind together and our collaboration um, will lead to um, stronger outcomes from our patients, better research, better consensus statements. Um, you know, my my involvement just in, like, for example, cardiac screening, um, where I learned so much from my uh, European colleagues um, related to screening, related to ECG interpretation. We were able to bring together um, international folks uh, from around the world about how to look at an ECG and make that digestible for a a sports and exercise medicine physician on how to interpret it. Um, You know, these are things that just wouldn't be, wouldn't have been possible really without the relationships that I made um, through BGSM and and, and with um, some facilitation from from Karen, which I'm so grateful for.
0: Brilliant. I think although he would absolutely despise us for going down this track, you obviously mentioned Kareem, and I, and I think the words that he would probably be quite proud to to hear banded around our community, you know, really breaking down the barriers or the, some of the traditional barriers to engaging with research. Where, how would you reflect on the work that Kareem's done over the last probably 10 to 15 years? And, and how, do, how are you looking to, to either carry on with that or to develop things further over the next few years?
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think he, uh, he wants us to talk about the future and not talk about the past. But Um, I think it's very appropriate. We have to recognize the incredible leadership that that the has provided um, to guide our discipline, to guide both the scientific foundation of our discipline as well as just the community that's been created. Um, We owe him massive appreciation for what he's done in the field, um, both as editor in chief and uh, in other endeavors. I think some of the things that that he's done from a personal standpoint, with so many individuals to mentor them, and to to give them guidance, to make uh, connections, I've often I've often thought of him as the sort of the master connector, that of of connecting people with like interests uh, from different areas, and then him sort of stepping out of the picture, and he's just done that so gracefully, um, and, and so we're all grateful for what he's done. Uh, to, to boost our, our, our progress and our careers and, and to give us opportunities. Um, obviously, the, the journal has evolved into much more than just a scientific journal. Um, you know, we have a huge uh, social media platform that, that I know you know well and you run and, and um, you get uh, a lot of credit for all of that success, but it's really helped us create this international sports and exercise medicine community where we think of BGSM um, as as our as the home of, of international sports and exercise medicine, and uh, I, I think um, yes there 's accolades about the journal in terms of uh, success of the science and the impact factor and stuff like that, but I think equally if not more important is the community that it 's created, um, the open sharing of, of ideas, the open exchange of, of new science um, and the dialogue that goes with it and it 's just been a, a beautiful thing to watch for
0: sure and in terms of moving forward and into the into the future, now, what do you see as the as the challenges? Where what do you think is going to make the big difference then over the next over the next few years? What do you particularly want to want to focus on? What can readers, listeners, and the likes look
1: forward to to
0: seeing? that might be a little bit different. Yeah, um,
1: you know, with 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 more success um, becomes I think comes more responsibility, and you know, the journal is is having a lot of influence within sports and exercise medicine and within medicine in general. And um, I think we have to stop and reflect on our role as sports and exercise medicine clinicians or researchers on how that impacts um, the the greater good um, and how we can help create a a healthier world. And to the extent that sports and exercise medicine can do that, I, I think that should be a priority, you know, where prevention programs are not something just for the elite you know, they're they're for all athletes at all levels. And how can we get those into, you know, schools or um, youth sports where they don't necessarily have the same resources? You know, cardiac screening occurs um, with great attention in our elite and professional ranks, but but how come it doesn't occur in younger athletes um, in the same way? You know, how can we all promote physical activity and exercise, you know, for health, both physical and mental? You know, there are I've seen uh, incredible leadership um, from the sports and exercise medicine community in so many areas and, and we, need to, we need to harness that and, and capitalize on that um, to make as much influence in the world as we can. And so, you know, obviously a, a primary goal of mine is to maintain um, just the scientific quality of, of what we're producing within the journal and um, publishing. You know, obviously that's a, a a top priority, but I also want to see um, the journal use its platform, um, use its platform to help um, the lives and the health of, of as many as we can we can touch and do that. I would say you know one other area that is really important to me that it, um, I think has uh, emerged and been uh, very focal as we reflect back on 2020 is also just equity, diversity, and inclusion, the the importance of of social justice, uh, our awareness about systematic and institutional racism. Um, There are many crises that have gone on um, in 2020 um, that are not COVID-related, and I think it's our responsibility to uh, address that as well. We're having active discussions with senior leadership within BJSM about how to continue to promote Uh, equity, diversity, and inclusion within the journal. I know that's been a priority in the past, but but we want to make it uh, a continued priority and more visible, Um, you know, both within our editorial board, the papers and the authors, uh, the panelists at conferences, etc. I think that's a that's a really important thing and that will be uh, reflected in what we do as a journal
0: yeah sure and i think you know you've you've mentioned it once or twice there you know 2020 has been a very difficult year a lot of the things that you mentioned there are you know potentially some very good news stories and will hopefully you know can move us forward having really powerful conversations And like you said hopefully we can use the journal as a force for good Um, and i think hopefully our listeners our readers will able to jump on the jump on that bandwagon and and work with and use the journal as a platform like you said to to really enforce change and which i think is really exciting i know this is very unusual for me in essentially i feel like i'm interviewing my my boss (laughs) <laughs> which i don't think many people get the experience of doing um, but i think it's been it has been brilliant catching up as i said i'm sure that listeners readers around the world will know will know your name will have seen you talk around the world as well but hopefully they've got a bit of insight into what's looked forward to over the next few weeks and months um just in terms of, i know that you're obviously on twitter yourself you've got your own personal handle and things um, if people want to get in touch what's the kind of the best way for Almost great. a
1: quick comment is to say your Twitter handle is uh, at Dresner John D R E Z N E R J O N. They can also email me. Email is a great way to reach out. uh Dresner at uw.edu. Um, and, and really happy for those exchanges. I've connected with many people uh, either email or, or a quick uh, you know video call like this, um, and it's really helpful to to share ideas and, and to share interest. And I think for all of us, you know, 2020 has been a hard year, and I think 2021 brings a lot of hope. You know, there's we need to get through this pandemic. We now have vaccines that are that are out, and, and people starting to achieve. Um, there's so much work to be done. The the whole pandemic has created uh, areas of medicine and research that are new, um, um, and and we need we need help there and, and progress. Um, and, and then we just need to move move forward in in so many places. So. There, there. I think as hard as 2020 has been, I think there's a tremendous amount of energy for 2021 and what we can look forward to.
0: Absolutely, and I guess this is probably the last BGSM podcast of 2020. So maybe we <laughs> can use this opportunity to to, you know, to wish our listeners a, a happy festive period and a very successful 2021. And hope, well, by not putting out a podcast next week, maybe we can give people a bit of an opportunity to uh, to relax and to recharge the batteries
1: that's a great idea
0: <laughs> wonderful well thank you so much for joining us john and um, I, I will i've no doubt that our listeners our readers will obviously be hearing from you, hearing and reading your work over the next few years but
1: really appreciate you uh, you join are uh, joining us yeah thanks so much for having me and, and and happy new year to all the listeners wonderful thanks john